each day and how is um, the preparation going I know it's the last minute preparation and can be very very stressful but you know what take a deep breath you've been doing well you've been preparing well and um, I believe God for great success for you I'm praying with you and praying for you and I know you'll come out in flying colors okay my name still remains Runke Odetayo Obunyebi so I decided to record this before your exams because I would like to share a few tips with you as you prepare for your exams most especially practical exams this tips is going to help you through practical exams if you could make use of those tips you would um, you would see yourself doing very well in practical exams so straight to it firstly um, the first tip I have is read and digest through the question make sure you understand what the question is about make sure you 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 internalize the question don't be in a hurry to read the question and you misinterpret what you're supposed to be because if you don't understand the question and if you don't interpret it like you're supposed to do um, whatsoever efforts or implementation you take in is really going to be tantamount to nothing so as much as possible first tip read and digest the questions and um, don't be in a hurry to start fine i know you have limited time but you really have to understand what it is you are expected to do so that's the first one then as um, trivial as this might sound the next one is take a deep breath i can tell you it works take a deep breath what the deep breath does for you is somehow it calms you down it calms your nerve you might be like really you're taking telling me to take a deep breath when there's so much going on when i have limited time when you take a deep breath it's going to calm you down it's going to make you clearly um think clearly of what you what you think you should be doing next so as as trivial as it is try taking a deep breath when you're going to be starting your station then the other one i'm going to be talking about is confidence the part of confidence in your practical exams can't be overemphasized you have to be confident in that which you're trying to tell your examiners you even if um how would i say you might you might be lost at a point in time but if you exude that confidence you know it happened to me funny enough while i was doing my practical but somehow i i i'm talking from um personal experience I started my practical exams and um, I, I, I got lost in the process of trying to say what I thought was right. But what happened, I was not, I knew I was saying the right thing at a particular point in time, but I made sure I was saying it with confidence. At the examiner, at the point, the examiner was trying to be like, wow, is she the one lost or what happened? And before she could actually retrace to find out what was happening, I remembered what I was supposed to say and I continued saying it confidently. So you never can overemphasize the impact of confidence in your exams. It makes the examiner have a feeling that you know what it says you're saying. But by the time you're actually bringing it out, 
in a way that you're even doubting what it is you're saying. The examiner would also doubt what it is you're doing. So as much as possible, try to exude confidence when carrying out the procedures you are being given. It is very, very important. The next one is think critically. Think critically. What, you, what would you do if it was a real scenario? What I mean is if it was a real patient there, what, what would you have done? Think out of the box sometimes. Just think. Be fast in your thinking. But think critically what you're supposed to do or what you're going to do or what it is that you feel should be done. And there should be a rationale for whatever it is you feel that should be done. There should be a rationale. As long as you feel that is right and you have a rationale, please get at it. It is really very, very important. Then the next one is, fine, you might not be in, you're not, you might not be using the practical or a yeah, real life person for your examination, but don't assume because it's not a real life patient. There are some rules that you can, um, that you can, that you can obey. And part of the rules is maintaining privacy and dignity is really very, very important. Irregardless of if you have a life patient or not, you should not forget to do this. You should not forget to always maintain privacy and dignity. Even if probably you're not caught in the rounds, so just tell the examiner that in the real life or probably if it was in, um, if you have a life patient, you would ensure providing privacy and dignity for the patients, probably by closing the windows, drawing the curtains, pulling the screens, just make sure that you talk about privacy and dignity. It is really, really very important. And then another tip is remember safety precautions. Safety precautions can't be overemphasized. Considering the current times, there is um everybody is trying to avoid COVID-19 as much as possible. So safety precautions is key. Is it in the disposal um, disposal of your shops or your waste, clinical waste? you have to maintain safety precautions. Is it the hand washing? Is it the um, trying not to contaminate sterile field, probably in dressing as much as possible? Ensure safety precautionary measures. This is really very, very important. Then manage your time effectively. How do I mean? When you get to the scenario or when you get to your station, you can have a quick look at of everything that is there. Look at what it is you feel that when you have a go at, it's going to give you an edge. That is what I would determine as focus on your strengths. For example, instrumentations. Instrumentation, you have all your instruments there. Fine. It's okay not to know every instrument that is present there, but I am sure if there are 10 instruments that are placed at your goal, you will probably be knowing like five, six. So start from the one you think you know more. Start focusing on the one that you feel that you have good knowledge about and go, go at it. And by the time you start with the ones that you feel that you're good at and you keep going and you keep going, time, time is gradually passing by. Trust me, five minutes is, is, um, is lesser than you think. So focus on your strengths, control your, control your emotions and let your abilities come to play. Start from the ones you think you know more and till you go to the one that you think you have the least knowledge about. Another thing I'm going to be telling you is whatever exam it is you're doing, carry your examiner along. Please, 
this is really really very vital don't assume that your examiner is looking at you and she knows what it is you're doing or your examiner is looking at you and he knows what you're doing try to talk your examiner through your exam i'm going to do this i'm assume in that context assume that you assume that the examiner is a student that is learning and you are the one teaching carry your examiner along be as expressive as much as possible and this is not just applicable to your examiner but also your assistant if you have an assistant for for a procedure for example you have an assistant for like medication or you have an assistant for like assumed food service you tell the examiner or you tell your assistant what you think what you want to be done how you want it to be done you are the one that you are the one in control you are the one in charge so you tell them how you want things to be done tell your examiner ma this is what i would do this you can be doing whatever it is you're doing and also telling the examiner what it is you're doing trust me this this works magic carry your examiner along carry your um, assistance along and be as expressive as possible something similar something similar to that i'll be talking about is work in harmony if you have an assistant and how do i mean for example a procedure like um, bed in bed making even as simple as um probably have an occupied an unoccupied bed if you don't work in harmony with your assistant you realize that it's it, it's going to mess up your procedure a procedure that would have turned out very simple would end up turning out stressful and complicated so as much as possible you can tell the exam you can tell your assistant let's start from the bottom and sure you go gradually together in harmoniously because it's not going to be nice if you're trying to do, meet up the corner at the top and your assistant is already between the corner at the low at the foot of the bed that's not going to speak well you have to work in harmony with your partner so that you can have a very very um good workflow another thing is carry out your procedure in a systematic systematic and orderly manner how do i mean you want to do a bed bath or probably you said okay go and arrange for your bed bath and you carry your um you carry your trolley and on getting to the station you realize that you didn't pick something it is really not going to be nice or looking nice if you really have to keep going out to pick things that you know you would have done so as much as possible be systematic in your approach and let it be orderly as much um as possible then uh it's this is oski you have an idea of the questions that they are to ask but i'll tell you to anticipate any question times are changing dynamically there are any you can anticipate any question anticipate any procedure is to test how much you know so don't have don't 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 fix your mindset on okay they're going to just ask us bed, bed bathing and vital signs and whatever no you have to anticipate that any question can come to play as much as possible so anticipate um any question then as much as possible verbalize if you feel you omitted something or think you would have done something different for example if you have to take vital signs as simple as vital signs is if you are not um systematic or orderly in taking your vital signs time will run out and you just realize that you have not done a thing or not for example you're supposed to take vital signs set for vital signs and you have just five minutes to do that how do you want to do it you use one minute to carry your um to uh, gather your things and get to the station you can always enter your thermometer let it read while you're taking your pulse and your respiration 
and that's like cumulative of two minutes and afterwards you can insert by the time you feed, you feed um fiddle with the blood apparatus machine it's going to take like another two minutes do you know that that's two two one that's fine so as much as possible if you're systematic with it by the time you're fixing your cough and you're consistent systematic and orderly about it you can carry how you can do your blood pressure in supposed blood pressure in like less than two minutes so you have like 30 seconds to do your chatting and you're done with the station you have to be orderly you can't afford to be route to be to be clumsy it's not going to help then another thing is be thorough be more about doing things the right way than finishing in time let me repeat myself be more about doing things the right way than finishing in time how do i mean Sometimes you're, you're looking at that time and it's like, okay, it's almost five minutes. Or probably they'll tell you that two minutes more or something. And you feel, okay, because you are, your time is running out on you, you jump, so, you jump so many things you're supposed to be doing and um, you're just beating around the bush and eventually you finish it, but you have not done what you're supposed to do. It is equal to you not doing anything. So as much as possible, if you're doing a procedure, and you feel you might not be able to complete it once you approach it once your time is rounding up make sure you do it well to that point that you feel your time is going to get exhausted and tell your examiner if you had more time this this and this is what i would have done be more thorough, be thorough about what it is you're doing be smart and be on time how would i see as i said when you enter your, your station look at it what do i need to do how do i manage my time how do i move you have to be calculative every second counts in every um procedure you do always remember to round up your station well even if you're out of time that's that's what i just said always remember to round up your station well even if you're out of time that is very 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 and I mean very vital. I can't emphasize it. And how do you round up your station? Whatever it is that you have done, at that point that you feel that you probably might be moving to the next station, please, I beg you, remember to document. Because in nursing, documentation is key. If you don't document that which you have done up to that point, you have not done anything. Doing a procedure without documenting is equal to not doing the procedure because nobody knows what it is you have done. And this is not just for um, your OSCE, it's also for nursing in the real sense of it, that nursing practice. Documentation is vital, documentation is key. Now, another thing I'm going to be talking about, however difficult or however, um, uh, whatever you, probably you made a mistake in the last station, don't I know it's difficult, but it's possible. Don't don't carry um, that disability to the next station. Don't let it affect you so that you don't keep um, getting the you go you don't keep getting destabilized in subsequent stations, which is going to result into you not uh, meeting up to standard in subsequent stations. It is fine that station you you didn't do well, but how about if you do well in other stations? that can actually cover up the stations that you have not done well because everything is going to be summed up so if you don't do well in station a try to make up for it in station b don't bring the guilt of i didn't do well in that station to another station to make it affect the other station so if you don't do well in that station 
think of how you're going to make it better in the next station this is very important please always try to um, think ahead as much as possible then for every question station you've got just five minutes forget the stories nobody's going to ask you to start discussing or explaining in oski in oski question stations nobody's going to do that so be more particular about writing salient points that's key points go straight to the point don't beat about the bush don't beat about the bush give them the salient point at it is you don't have to, this is not the time to prove that you know how to write or construct english write salient points in your question stations be on point be expressive in clear terms and um how would i say i think um if you use all those tips that i've been speaking the saying since morning i am sure that you're gonna do absolutely absolutely and fabulously well um trust me it's nobody's out there to fail you nobody wants to fail you they just want to see how much you know how much um of the nurse or all the nursing practices you have um, taken in and uh, don't worry I, I know you're gonna do just fine and just well you know what do your best and leave the rest to god i'm praying with you praying for you and i know that you you're gonna do just well so for now um i don't have much to say all i can just say is i'm wishing you the very best in your exams i'm looking forward to hearing sweet and my uh, sweet and wonderful news after the exams and um wishing you 100 success i care for you all see you in my next pod- podcast where i'll be telling you about um life after nursing school what can you do after nursing school what are the opportunities within and outside nigeria what are the things or what are the sections of nursing to explore that you can take um that you can take part in or that you can engage in well that would definitely be after your exams so thanks for your time and for allowing me into your space all the best and bye for now